we didn't dread it, and we ran to it. Endgame arrived, and we've stayed quieter than an Ohio State domestic violence investigation. We're going to discuss it, and we could do this all day. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. Of course. And that's it! What an incredible Cinderella story. This unknown comes out of nowhere to lead the pack. You both know this is completely fucked up, right? Yeah. Of course. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. Finally, we've waited for what two weeks now? Two weeks, we, maybe maybe a year. It, it, I mean, that's what it feels like. No, since we saw the movie, we've had to keep our mouth shut about it. Oh, yeah, that and was painful. That was painful. Of course, a huge movie requires a huge guest and nobody else but Richard Alexander. Huge, huge mind, not huge body. Come on now. Thanks, yeah, uh, it's thanks, guys. All the brains. Welcome back, Richard. It's always Thank nice you, to man. have you here. Ah, listen, I, I love being here. Thanks for the invite. It wouldn't be a Marvel discussion if we didn't have Richard in the in the room. That is faux show. <laughs> so we did it. We made it. We're here. We all saw it multiple times. Richard, how many times have you seen it now? Uh, twice. 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 Two for me. One, once for me. Yep. Once I for go me. Back now you know third. you know who almost didn't make it. That fucking bitch sitting next to me. <laughs> In that in that theater. Oh yeah. Oh my God! I I swear I almost had to call Richard to bail me out of jail because I about I about choke slammed a bitch. Yeah, if you go to the movies and you're sitting next to someone, try to eat with your mouth shut and not like a horse at a trough. <laughs> in a seat that's not yours, the, what you didn't pay for it, you, you you just sat down and then ran your mouth the first five minutes of the show. You should have bounced her. Oh. Usher. She I missed. I missed. I missed the fir- I missed the opening credit with the Marvel thing coming through, which was the. Why I didn't understand what you guys were talking about, Brilliant. and I missed like the first two and a half minutes of the spaceship scene. Wow! Okay. So I, I saw him playing the flick football, which was awesome. Great. But other than that, I missed a, a, a quite a bit of that. So not bad. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. You'll catch it when you go back. I so gotta go, I got to go with Jacob because he was sick when we yeah. went. So our producer extraordinaire out today. Get back, get well soon, Jacob. Greg knocking shit over in the background. He says, not a beer bottle. <laughs> True. Um, the first thing I'm going to do right off the bat, um, as I mentioned last week, I'm going to give a direct hello and shout out to our, our new high school fans over at Countryside, um, which we're, we're going to now call the Seaside Crew. I'm looking at you, Harrison. Um, he actually told my, da- my daughter that he wanted a shirt. So I said, okay. So I thought about it. I've, I, I've got an extra shirt because I know a guy. Um, I'm going to send that shirt under two conditions. Who is that? <laughs> Your ugly face. Um, so I'm going to send a shirt in for Harrison. I'm going to send it in with Morgan on two conditions. One, that he continues to keep an eye on my little girl at high school. Don't screw it up, Harrison. Yep, that sounds like uh, you're already in trouble, son. Two, he looks like a good guy. Two, <laughs> so do I. I want another picture, but I want him wearing the shirt with all of his high school buddies that he got to listen to the podcast. Boom. 
So there you Take go, Harrison. It. Challenge offered. Challenge extended. Don't screw it up. Sounds good. I like um, it. So let's go. Let's get into this because I know we got a lot to cover and Richard's t- clock is ticking. That's right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Let's when do this. Busy let's do this is. real quick. Out of 10, what do you give it? Uh, at least a nine. Yeah. I, I mean, nine and a half, ten. Uh, I, nine and a half, and I'll tell you why. I pro- I'm probably like an eight and a half, and would, that'll come out. Why are we not surprised? No, no, no. <laughs> well, it's it, that's fine. Look, this movie was incredible. Okay, you, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up some issues I had with it, but this movie was incredible. Even with those even with those issues, they did a fantastic job. All right. So b- before we get to the shit session, let's start off with Richard. What stood out when you left that theater after the first showing? which we discussed in the parking lot after because we all saw it together. Um, what was your initial reactions on this movie? Well, no, I, listen, I loved it. I think a big part of it for me was that they, you know, they closed out some storylines, you know, and the one I was looking for particularly, and I wrote about this in, in the article, was I wanted to see what they did with Thor because Thor had gone through some insane amount of pain. And, I mean, he literally is a man that has lost everything he has ever known or held dear to his heart literally yeah no and, right and that's that's one of those times where you can say no no he really lost everything and i wanted to see what they did with him that was you know i wrote when i wrote the article i talked about thor's redemption i want to see what they did with him and he, in a way he was redeemed yeah and in a way he was i like where that's heading and yep, i'm sure that correct. you know it's not Guardians of the Galaxy. It's as Guardians of the Guardian. There is a comic. There is a comic line out there that has them with them. That could be. Some that good was shit. a brilliant line, by the way. Um, also, too, in case we failed to mention this or you haven't figured this out by now, there are massive spoilers ahead. So, you're warned. We are going to spoil the crap out of this movie. So, if you haven't yeah. seen it. Stop it and come back after you've seen it. And don't get mad at us if you didn't catch that because you should have read the description of the podcast before you started playing it because there's only going to be two words on it. Yeah, if you're going to listen, do your job. Yeah, for God's sakes. (laughs) Can't do everything. Can't read everything to you. I told you I'd walk you guys through it. Okay, Greg, you, when you saw it. Uh, When I saw it, when I walked out of the theater, I was that was a lot to take in. A lot of shit went down. A lot of stuff happened. I was really, really happy about it. I'm still really happy about it. But I have one problem with that movie, and it's one problem that I have with any movie that tries to do it, and that's the time travel mechanic of it. The, 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 you know what? The acting, the comedy, the action, the, the moments that they gave us, some of the things they did was awesome. The only thing I can say is I can look at it and go, but that can't because of this, and we'll, we'll get into that. But, but I understand the pickle that they were in and what they were trying to do. So I'll let it slide. But, I mean, even Rick and Morty refused to do a time travel episode <laughs> because it's it's so hard to do. Because it's fiction? Well, it, it, no, but no. No, fuck you. <laughs> they actually took they actually took two minutes in that movie to, dis- to tell you the rules for time travel. You can't do this, you can't do that. And then they said, oh, oh those are the rules? They whipped out their big green Hulk dick and they pissed all over them. But guess what? To me, that made it even more brilliant because they basically crapped on every single time travel movie that everybody likes and just said, hey, guess what? We're going to do it anyway. But that's not the part that I'm talking about. Which part are you talking about? Hulk had the discussion with them talking about how, and I don't remember the exact line, it was, you can't think about it like that because when you travel back in time, your present, your past, and your future, and blah, 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 and Nebula goes, that's right. 
they they laid it out mm -hmm. and then they said well if this time stone goes from here and this goes from here it's just an alternate reality right it doesn't change the future because the future's already happened uh, that's not possible i think what hulk said initially when they're talking about time travel and the discussion he had with the ancient one on the second time i saw the movie that cleared it up for me because you're right greg they you know they did talk about the rules involving time travel but when when Hulk says it, and then he has that discussion with the Ancient One about alternate timelines, it cleared it up for me. It, it really did. But I, I had the same concerns you did, Greg. The biggest, the biggest one was, the biggest one was, if, if they said that you travel back in time and you alter the time, you don't alter the time that you left from. You alter the time ahead of you. Okay? The future. If that's the case, then there's no way that old Cap could be sitting on that bench at the very end. He would have been in his own line. He never, he never would have been able to come back because he altered it when he stayed back and got with Peggy and completely changed everything because she was married with kids and all that stuff. He couldn't be in that section. But I'm going to say this. I'm, I'm going to let it go. I don't like that they did it. You can't do it with time travel, in my opinion. But that was legitimately my only problem and that and one other minor thing. But, but I get what, you're what they did, they did well. I, I, I don't fault you for bringing that up i but like richard said i you can't do infinity war without some sort of aspect of that happening because then the movie is over at the end of infinity war it's done i think i might help you greg because on the second view i want your fucking help richard <laughs> 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 he just wants to be grumpy, okay? Well, uh, the second viewing is what really helped me understand what I saw the I'm, first I'm time. I'm sure it would, just because there was so much going on. Right. Like you said, the right. first time you watched, you was like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And right. the second time, you're reacting. like, oh, man, this is this is coming. So I'm, I'm not I'm not, com I'm not saying that, you know, take this movie and throw it in the trash. I've already ordered on Amazon. Uh, it's, right. it's already ordered. I just... It just, you know, when you, I just think that when you, when you, if you're going to throw those rules out there, I would have been much better with it if they would have just taken that scene with Hulk and Nebula and just kind of thrown it off and, and said, oh man, well, oh, that's cool. The cat came back. Because then there would have been nothing that would have said it. For instance, if past Nebula is shot by future Nebula, future Nebula will cease to exist because past Nebula was killed. Right. You know, but it was an awesome scene. It was an awesome scene. So I'm good with it. I'm going to let it go. Plus, let's not mention the fact that we got guys flying around in vibranium suits. And I, I, I get it. There it's, we it's go. It's fiction. Finally. I get it. You've, you've adopted the premise. Well, that it's a I don't comic just accept movie. everything blindly. Battleship's not one of my favorite movies. Why? Why is it not? <laughs> there, there it is, right there. <laughs> ACDC Thunderstruck was in that movie. Come on. Oh my God. USS Missouri. There was a lot of songs in a lot of movies. I can talk that about that movie for hours. Blue chunks. I love that movie, and I'm not afraid to say it. I, I know. I'm you just do. happy with Endgame. Out of everything that we saw, absolutely amazing. They mentioned Hot Tub Time Machine. I mean, seriously, that was that, that made, was a very funny scene. That made the whole movie credible. You know what made the funny the scene? That I, I love that they were self aware. That was awesome. You know what? My favorite part about that scene was when Paul Rudd goes and Die Hard. Oh no, no, not that's not one. Yes, that was great. When he was heartbroken. That so you mean to tell me that a Back to the Future was all bullshit? I mean that it, the. I knew they were going that direction as soon as they started talking that, and he had that look on his face. I'm like, yes, that's gonna be. Awesome. We can all agree now that the Russos just know how to make a hell of a movie. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. The writing is as good as you'll ever see. For a comic book movie ever, short of the Dark Knight series. On that on that comment, this week I've had been doing a lot of work here in the office, and I've just been playing stuff, and I rewatched the Captain America movies because all of you who listened know that my top five Marvel movies, I didn't have any of the Captain Americas in them. Right. Like you said, 
picking your top five Marvel movies is like saying which kid you don't love as much. I I forgot how good Winter Soldier and Civil War were, but I really have a hard time watching them because I hate seeing the good guys fight each other. But the Russos, Winter Soldier and Civil War are those are pretty fucking amazing. Before, I mean, and they're, I they're great about giving the fans what they want. Yes, I and agree. Richard, you have maintained from day one that Winter Soldier was the bar. That, right. That that was the pinnacle of Marvel movies. I had some problems with it. Until and I can't argue that until, until Infinity War. Until Infinity, yeah. yeah. It, you almost have to take Infinity War and Endgame out of the equation because yes. that is that is it. Right. Like, I I agree, I agree with you. you I, I agree. You can't if you have to give if someone says you can only watch one or two movies out of the whole catalog. It's those two movies because it yeah. gives you everything. What surprised you the most? What shocked you the most in, in Endgame? Oh, Richard, you go first. I got to think about this. I think what concerned or shocked me the most is probably the better word for it is, um, you know, Captain Marvel. And remember how they've always said oh, she's the strongest MCU character? And I was surprised that she really brought it to, oh, to Endgame. In that third act yeah uh, she really brought it man and uh, i mean she did what thor did in infinity war where she literally was the battering ram for thanos's ship yeah and then thanos headbutts her and she just looks at him like unfazed and uh, pissed bitch what did you just do yeah did you just Uh, try to hit me with that nutsack chin seriously yeah i i was really shocked by she brought it, man. I didn't think – I thought she'd have a role. Remember I wrote about this? I didn't think it would be, yep. like, overly crucial. Right. And in the end, there's an argument to be made both ways that, man, without her, they don't win. Yeah. Well, legitimately, it, without any of them, they don't win. You can make that argument. But, but her taking that ship out at the end was – But she didn't let the snap occur while Thanos still had the stones. Right. So, it, you know, the, I was surprised. I was really the impact shocked, that She brought it. Because she was gone for most of the movie. I right. mean, she was on fil- she was on screen for 16 minutes, which is surprising. I would have liked to have seen more, but like you said, the way they did it, I thought it was brilliant. Well, they didn't. Um, I and I've read a lot of stuff after this week because I am not as smart as Richard. Uh, duh, um, or me. They they said that they didn't want to overuse her in this because she is the driving force in more the coming. next in right. the next stage. What about you? What shocked you the most? You want me I, to go? I wouldn't say. Sh- yeah, go. I'm a what, mess. What shocked me the most was Black Widow dying. I didn't expect it because we knew. Because remember the remember the other episode we were talking. I'm like, ah, oh, we know we know Spider Man's gonna live because there's another one coming. I didn't see her buying it. Um, I didn't see her dying. I honestly thought it was gonna be Hawkeye, and I did not want that to happen. I didn't want either. I mean, that it's like watching your two best friends like, like fight each other. Yeah. Like it's it's gut. To me, it was like it didn't make me sick, but That's, I was like I felt uncomfortable because I. Do not want this to happen. That's what makes Civil War so hard for me to watch because you see two great friends, Cap and Tony, fighting and watching. Watch. I mean, who do you root for? It's like you said before. Who do you root for in that football game? Well, you just hope the bus buses crash together and neither yeah. team makes it. It's you know that was hard to expand on that with Civil War. The reason why Civil War hit so hard, and I I remember talking to you, Richard, about this when we you know after we saw it and had those hallway discussions at yeah. school. Um, not only was it like your two favorite guys fighting and had such disdain for each other they were both right yeah they were both right Right. no matter which side you took they were right in the belief that they thought they were doing cap was right don't put a leash on us because 
nobody else can do what we do and we're going to do what's right. And then Tony, we have to, or this could get out of control and it needs to be monitored and yeah. because Sokovia and all the, the death and destruction, it was gut wrenching. And, and that's why I, that's why I have a hard time watching it and it, yeah. and watching Hawkeye and black widow fight like that. It was, it was that bad. Cause you, know, you knew one of them, you knew. And like Susan said, you knew when they went up there, one of them was going to die. I'm like, yeah, but not that one. You know, that's the third time they fought. They fought in Avengers. Their fight in Civil War was great because they kept accusing each other of pulling punches. Yeah, which was really well. Actually, Scarlet Witch was funny. Scarlet Witch, yeah, yeah, she she did. But you could tell that like neither one of those two were going to fight each other to to the full tilt. Are we still friends? I don't know. It depends on how hard you hit me. Yeah, right. It was um, yeah. I as far as shocking moments of that movie, I mean, yeah, Black Widow. I listen. Use your words. Use your words. See, I told you this movie wrecked me. Do you need some of that pink candy you were talking about yeah, just a little while I ago? Need an extra dose of Benadryl is what I need. Um, what did it right out of the shoot was the opening credits was great, and then you almost have that anxiety like, okay, here we go. Like th- This is the last three hours we're going to get. Um, can't wait to see what happens. And right out of the get-go, they show Hawkeye's family turn to dust. Right. And I'm like, yep, I'm going to cry like a bitch during this movie. And that movie was gut-wrenching because all you saw this this man, father, husband lose all of them. Everybody. In the, this is the first th- three minutes of the movie. Yeah, it was. Ho- I mean, it was gut wrenching, and that was like, yeah, th- this is going to be rough, but awesome at the same time. And since he's wearing that ankle monitor, yeah, he doesn't know what's going on. He has no clue. He's on a Not farm. A clue, right? So he's, he's no contact with anybody. So he just he's right. Yeah, that. And see what I mean? We it was get all worked it, up it, talking it, about it, it. It's okay. It's okay. Do this. Do this. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna need some tissue to go with that Charmin. Oh, ironically, as Susan and I are sitting there, not for nothing, waiting for the movie to start. How about an ad for Charmin toilet paper right before the movie starts? Susan said, See, "You know, somebody's it listening. Just can't be. It just can't be any better than that. Somebody's and, listening." And for those of you that have not listened to everything, whenever I go to talk about something, Mike says we need to get the toilet paper out because all I do is shit on stuff. He's gonna shit on it hard. Yes, I shit on it with facts. Like I apologize. A springtime goose on a I, golf course. I apologize. Yes, shit everywhere. Yes. All right, so I got a, I got two questions that hopefully one of you two will be able to answer. I got a couple, too, that Richard right. will probably so have to answer. During, because obviously this movie did raise questions. It answered a lot of them, like, like Richard said. But, like, one for me is, where's Loki? Where did he go? And did he take... He, he went he, to Disney Plus. <laughs> exactly. six ninety nine a week or six ninety nine a month. We're all going there. When he disappeared, he grabbed the Tesseract and bolted. Correct. Where did he go? In, well, he he grabbed the Tesseract in tw- in 2012, right? First Avenger. So he created his own alternative timeline. So does that lead into the TV show that he's going to have on the I, Disney I think Plus? That's exactly what they have planned. Because then my initial thought was great. Now that that means there's two Tesseracts. Loki's got one gone. But then the more I thought about it, Cap went back into the future and he stole the Tesseract. So they have it. Correct. No. Well, Cap Cap stole the Tesseract in 1970. He stole it before Loki Tony, stole it. Tony did. Yeah, Tony stole the Tesseract. Yeah, Tony, I mean, yeah, Cap sorry. Cap got the pimp articles. Right. Oh, which... Well, which did, I, wait, which, did which, you say pimp articles? Pimp, I did, pimp articles. No, <laughs> yeah, the pimp, pimp articles, which were awesome because this cracked me up. Uh, Captain America walks into Hank Pym's office to grab the pimp particles, and in the case it says pimp particles do not touch. Do not Thanks. Touch. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure we wouldn't have figured out what the fuck those were, Hank. Nice job, yeah, Hank. This is where the second viewing comes in handy because he stole a lot more than he needed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, because he knew. Um, and that was another theory that I saw online too that uh, Bucky knew the whole time what was going to go down. 
Because when Bucky gave Cap a hug, he said, "I'm going to miss you, buddy." No, of course he did. How did he? He uh, he had to have the, known. The line, the line was, "How can I when when you're taking all the stupid with you?" Right. And that was what they said to each other in uh, at, at when they split up at the beginning of First Avenger. Right. Because I just watched that again this week. Because that like, also geek. leads into now the Disney app plus is already confirmed. There's going to be a Bucky and a Sam show. Right. Yeah, it's uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah, Falcon right. and Soldier. Yep. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's, yeah, just... So, here's my question. Just give me more. Why why can Thanos wear the gauntlet and it doesn't hurt him? It did hurt him. But it, when, it messed him up royally. When he destroyed the stones. When he destroyed the stones, right. it hurt him badly. But when he had the gauntlet on all through Infinity War, it right. never hurt him. Why, when Hulk puts it on, does it literally melt his arm, but when Tony has it in his suit, everything's fine? I... I I mean, if, I, if I, second if, viewing is what did it for me. If we're going to split hairs, Richard, if, clean it up. Well, the first viewing, he had the gauntlet that was specifically uniquely designed for the Infinity Stones, right? It was designed by Etri, and then it was uh, Nevadalia when he went there, and they, they made the gauntlet specifically to harness and channel these stones, correct? Correct. All right. Also, Thanos spent the entire Infinity War gathering the stones one by one. Right. Never all at the same time. So he was absorbing it all individually. Which is completely different than what Hulk did and completely different than what Tony did. See, that's why but we have him on the it, show. When but Hulk it didn't hurt Tony glove, until he did the snap. When, right. When Hulk puts it on, it's not a E-Tree designed glove. It's a Tony Stark design it's glove. It's a Tony Stark design well, glove. Well, I mean, they wanted him to design six it. six stones in it at the same time. They wanted him to design it, but his flight was delayed out of King's Landing. So, <laughs> Well, I'm just going to write this yeah, down. So big, uh, big difference. Okay. Big Richard difference. fixed everything in 30 seconds. And then Tony's suit was designed for specifically for the stones. But again, he had all six at one time. It was going to kill him. And we all knew what happened and at he the knew end it. of that. No, and big difference. It. Big difference than Infinity War where the, the gauntlet was specifically designed to harness and channel the Infinity Stones. Thanos gathers them one by one, and then Hulk puts the glove on with all six attached at the same time. He's lucky he lived through that. I'm yeah. calling bullshit. I want to rewrite because I want a gauntlet that doesn't kill the Tony. The second one, the second view Don't we all. is what really cleared up a lot of the, wait a minute, how can that happen? It's, it's when Hulk puts it on. It's all six stones. Some of us same has jobs, Richard. Some yeah, of us have jobs. Tony did the same thing, all six at one time. And but Richard's job is to clear all this up for us. <laughs> Actually, I can clear up the cap uh, ending, too. Uh, oh, go ahead. Okay, well, oh, you have the now? floor, sir. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh. Well, we, we find out from First Avenger, remember how Tony and Cap synchronized their what? In First Avenger? No, no. In, in Endgame. Oh, in Endgame, okay. Right? Tony realizes we blew it. Right. Loki took the Tesseract. Yep. We don't have one now. Yep. So what did Cap and Tony decide to do? Go back at the same point in time. And how were they able to do that? They, the pin particles. Uh, well, how? They had a little device that they were wearing. The GPS. Correct? Yep. Okay. So they go back to whenever they want. Right. As long as they have pin yeah, particles. Yeah, they, they changed the rules, in, but so they knew exactly when and where they had to go back so to. So they go back to 1970. Okay. They take the Tesseract. While Cap's there, he takes more pin particles than he needs mm -hmm. because he's thinking, I he's, might need these. He's again. got a second plan. Right, exactly. He has a plan. Well, they didn't need, he didn't need to steal those, though, because when everybody came back, Hank Pym could make them more pin particles. I mean, they did make another time travel machine, so. 
Right. Well, they made the machine. Correct. So when remember when he has to return all of the stones, yep. including including Mjolnir. Yep. All right. So he can go back to whenever he wants at any time he wants. And he can come back whenever he wants at any time. Hulk he specifically wants. said, though, he overshot his he overshot his date purposely. No, no, I know he did. No, he did purposely. He just comes back when he wants as an old man, having done everything he wanted to do because of the GPS tracker. But he didn't come through the machine. Well, he you don't know have that to come through the machine. He's, he still had the suit and everything Remember, with him. He went from Endgame Avengers, New York City. They went back to 1970 without the machine. Yeah, all they did was hit the little button on the suit. But he wasn't wearing it in the final scene. He wasn't wearing the bracelet. He took he it off. Could have taken it off. Oh yeah, yeah he took it off. Okay, he was, yeah. in, his ra- he, th- yeah, he was in his civvies. Yeah, fixed. He took it off. So he, how did he know when to show <laughs> that up? That was fucking convenient, <laughs> Mike. How did he know when to show up at that date and time? He'd already been there. He already knew. He's already there. Right. But he wasn't wearing the bracelet. So well, he wasn't wearing it when we saw him. Once he's back, he doesn't have to wear but it. But there's only one. He's way. done. So he just take it off and put right, it in his pocket. Only one his way job's done. Back and as to that exact point time, that he already been there. When you come home from work, do you keep your work clothes on? Yes, I do. You put your top five clothes on? No. Right? No. Same thing. I don't wear clothes at home. Steve's not going to be rolling around Brooklyn in he's the like Endgame uh, time like travel dad, suit? The dad from the Goldbergs. All right. First thing it is. Any other? Okay, Greg. Let's just get to what your problems were with the movie. So did that clear up Cap's I, Completely Cap? for me. As long as he has well, that GPS tracker, he can go wherever he wants, anytime but he it, wants. But to, but to be fair, to clear it up for you, all you have to say it was in the script. And you're like, I'm good. No, it makes perfect sense. Think when him it. and Tony left, they were wearing the, the space suits. They had the clicker. They had the particles. They had the little GPS thing. This is and exactly no where I'm going. No machine. No machine. Just hit the button, and you're gone. I understand. I, understand. Okay. I, I get that. Cap not, goes back. That. Cap goes back, does his shit, lives okay. his life. Yes. So what? now his – stop. Hold Changes on. Hold, timeline. Hold, Why can't Cap hold on. continue to do that? Hold on. Does his stuff. He's ready to come back. He's lived his life. Maybe Peggy's dead. Who knows? He comes back. When he comes back, why is he going to still wear all that stuff? Put it, put the stuff away. Go to the park. He's got the shield in the bag. Sit down. Wait for that moment to happen. Boom. And, the, and that I, could I mean, be. I'll, hey, they, if they, if roll credits. If that's what you want to believe, that's great. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not no. saying you're wrong, Greg. That's what I believe. And there's that's still fine. and there's still a Captain America that fought the Nazis and fought in yep. World War II and, 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 and did everything. I, I agree. I'm not arguing with that. Yeah. I'm just saying that you know what? If you're going to do that, and, then, then say it. Hey. And let's just not forget the fact that that could feasibly open the open the opportunity for other Captain America movies in I, that timeline. They're stupid if they don't have Captain America and Peggy Carter movies. Remember in Endgame, Cap fought Cap. Yeah, that was great. So you could do this all day. Yeah, actually, I know, I know. Remember, you can actually meet yourself, have interaction with yourself, and it will not disrupt disrupt your presence. Now see, that's bullshit. Because in Time Cop, if you touch <laughs> each other, oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> enough, right? And that's what we've always been led to believe. You know, you can't have any interaction with yourself. You know, you can't do that. Susan, we need more Charmin. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm stocked up, son. Yeah, I know, I know you are. What about what about when they tell him, when they figure out, they decide now we have to take time, so we got to take all the Infinity Stones back, and you got to put them back exactly where you got them. There's only one problem I had with At that. At that point? What was your problem? Go ahead. The ether. Yes, because when they got the, the, the red one, they had to suck it out of... Uh, Princess Amidalia. That's right. Yeah. Okay. How do they put the Soul Stone back? And if they put the Soul Stone back, why isn't Black Widow alive? Uh, so Steve went I don't back have and a problem with that because Red Skull said it clearly in two movies that this is an everlasting. This is a 
choice that cannot be undone. So I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, they, they said that clearly. How you, he did say that, but how do you put, put the, it back? Uh, yeah, no, you can't. Yeah. Okay, because, no, I mean, you can put the soul stone back. I'm convinced of that. It just will not bring anybody back that had to sacrifice that's why hawkeye kept saying she's not coming back right she's not coming back said i tried to bring her back with the snap so what about uh what was the deal with With the uh, ether yeah did steve go back and put it in jane i bet he tried (laughs) (laughs) i'm probably gonna need a third viewing on that one. you know we need i don't don't know how if i had that i'd view it three times too yeah So what happens? What happens if if Captain America accidentally goes back on the wrong timeline and he shows up on Tatooine? Shut your face, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're gonna no, no, derail I, this whole no, podcast. No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know, I'm kidding. Like I said, I mean, the, the things that I I see are minor. That doesn't mean I hate the movie. You think I'm shitting on it? No, I'm just we're discussing. I'm pointing it. at. No, I'm not. If you want me to shit on, I know it, I'll what you're shit saying. On it. Uh, the the other one was um, what does uh, what about little Gamora? Um, in remember in Infinity War after Thanos snapped and he saw a little Gamora in the I guess it was the Soul Realm or whatever they called it. Correct. Was that just like so they don't? It's, it means that nothing just a now. Are we going to have another Gamora? I I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. She's got. Well, that was one of my other questions that I had written right here. Where's Gamora? Obviously, they set that up for the Guardians to go look for her in Guardians Three, which is supposed to now be filming way faster well, than what Susan, they initially said. Susan's theory was, and you, their genius. So go ahead. I was going to say the past Gamora is in the future. The past Gamora is in the present. C- present, because because she was like this was she said this was this is who I she who had no idea had. who Peter and was. And it was like yeah it's that right. or a tree. Right. So here's Susan's thought. Susan's thought was that Gamora and Black Adam team up against the Avengers in the next in the next or, Black or, Adam. Black Adam. That's DC. Not Black Adam. How dare um, you? Which what's what's his name? Adam. Not Black Adam. Adam. Oh, Adam Warlock. Oh, yeah. Adam Warlock. Yeah. The two, and that's because because Gamora is still evil at this point. She has not. She she still serves Thanos, and now Thanos she's is not dead. totally evil because she totally helped evil. Gamora or I, she, no, she I, helped I Nebula. But she she's came. she's not a good person. She is she is a Boba Fettish. She's bounty hunter type style at this point. She's not that cool yet. Well, that's that's true. But her ass is much but better she's, looking. But than, she's trending that way. Yes, trending. Yes, trending. People are tweeting the shit out of that. <laughs> All right. Because I mean, basically, that was three hours of of a roller coaster that we've been waiting for for a long time. It's fantastic. It's worth every second to see. I'll go see. I still have to take my daughter to go see it. Um, And let's face it, we're all going to have multiple viewings of this movie because this is the last one. You know, the one more, the one other thing I thought was kind of contrived was the girl power scene. It's 2019. You're not going to escape it. I didn't mind it because it was... It was quick. It was quick. Yeah, but, but it, was, it was very contrived. They did the same thing in Infinity War. It was I, I just shorter. I knew they did. But honestly, you know what I thought was funny about it? They all line up, and you've got Pepper in her Iron Man suit, and you've got Captain Marvel, and you've got Mantis with her fists up. That, what are you going to fucking do? Yeah, she's Mantis survive that <laughs> that's, that's comic relief because that's all she does. I know that. I had zero problem with it. It's it's just accept it because you're not going to fight that whole movement. It is what it is. What a surprise. Mike S- had no issues. Star Wars decided they're going to make all their... <laughs> hey, listen. I don't pay 19 bucks a month to AMC to go to the movies to shit on stuff. You should. If I want to shit fun. on stuff, I'll watch CNN. It's more okay? fun. No, no. Yeah, no, don't watch absolutely. CNN. Watch if, if, like Fox if, if I want to get pissed or, and, or in, NBC and get disgusted and just CBS. piss all over stuff, Nick I'll watch night. that or I'll watch an Ohio State game. One of the two. E- either one, okay? Uh, you when I go to watch I... these movies, I don't go looking for stuff 
I don't go looking for stuff to, either. To point out wrong. I don't go looking for stuff either. So what? They showed seven chick heroes line it up. An, it was a neat scene. Like they were the Dallas Cowboys but, line, and they were going to clear the way. But Whatever. This is, this is the part that cracked me up about it, though. They had all these girls go, make make, make me, uh, you know, cover me. You just The person that's holding the Infinity Gauntlet just flew straight through Thanos' ship. But, hey, Mantis, can you come run interference for me? Hey, it's fan service, man. They know girls are going to these movies too. Um, that it was a big yeah. reason why Captain Marvel did so well because now all you know, girls need stuff to watch too. Well, I have zero problem with yeah, it. Yeah, Bridezilla's hello. What, what if <laughs> Bridezilla's bridesmaids? <laughs> um, no, but that whole football like scene though, with it getting past all the different that was play, pretty cool. That was awesome, yeah, that and was, that it was, was it was very cool and it was very well, well done. Every action scene in the movie was was great. Every every fight was good. Every I everything. I don't no, not everything. everything. I have a couple of issues with it. You All right. heard them? Spill it. What's your issues before we go to our first break? You already heard them. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's like I said. It's not Superman. I'm not shitting on it. I just had a couple issues with it. Damn it. Damn. Come down off the ledge, Mike. Let's take a break before I throw my drink at you. You don't have a drink to throw at me. You're right. It's empty. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're going to take our break so that Mike can relax and that I can relax and Richard can return some phone calls exactly. from some people that got some DUIs. <laughs> All right, we are back. We have taken our blood pressure medicine. Mike and I hugged it out. <laughs> we both copped a feel, so we're in good shape now. Richard did not leave, so we're good. Richard did not leave, so uh, you know we don't need to get the Sandusky crew in here to, to investigate Jesus what happened. Christ. Uh, Mike has got a game for Richard and I, and he says he could not stop laughing as he made it. So let's hope that you enjoy this. As I do a lot of times when I'm, you know, in the car by myself, and I've called both of you on multiple occasions where I've just cracked myself up. Well, this game was I, no I different. I think multiple is a little bit of a, uh, that's a, that's a little, not you, an exaggeration. I, I'm going to use words next week, guys. Thanks. Yeah. You, you crack yourself up on texting. Nobody cracks me up more than me. It's it it, but hey, it's good. It's, it's good that's working out for you. I'm a cheap date, okay? <laughs> what can I say? Easily, there's three year olds that aren't as easily entertained as I am. But you know what? That's a good thing. You're but young I at like heart. It, You're young at heart, my friend, and I, I I love that about you. I am a 46 year old child. I never knew I would grow up to be a grumpy old man, but here I am killing it. Or as my daughter tells her friends, I'm a man child. But you know, that's whatever. for sure. So what I did, I'm going to derail this whole podcast. We're going oh, to step back from Marvel for a second. What the fuck, man? What I did, I ripped this off from about every radio show or other podcast or show you'll ever hear because they always have this game. And because we live in the somewhat great state of Florida, I have five headlines oh, from the state of Florida. Your job is to pick out if it's fake or if it's true. Fantastic. Now, wow. for all of you listening, Florida's a fucked up state. we got a lot of crazy people here. I don't know if it's the sun or if it's the Metamucil, I don't know if there's something it's, in it. I, I know what it is. The weather is conducive to the growing of meth, so okay. that helps. Pasco County representing. Pasco County, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so headline number five. Now bear with me as I read through these because, again, I laugh like an idiot sometimes. Man breaks into AT&T show <laughs> store and shits on the floor. <laughs> hey, believable. Call All back. Right. Florida, number five, headline. Florida man inches closer to one-way trip to Mars. 43-year-old Florida man was self-employed. Tampa man has cleared his first hurdle in the selection process to potentially choose the first team to attempt a manned mission to Mars as well as the first colonization of the Red Planet. True or false? Yeah, that's true. See, I have no problem believing that. So we've got Greg 
and Richard. What do you say, Greg? I think it's uh, true. It's true. Yeah, I have no problem. Yeah, because the people are just that fucking stupid. Both correct. It's actually yeah, it's, a true story. It's gotta be. Think about that. That's a true story. Yeah. There is a 43-year-old self-employed Tampa man that's planning on colonizing Mars. Come to Florida, folks. It's a, it's a blast. <laughs> We're gonna look like idiots if if he does that exactly. Here we go. Number four. No, he's gonna look like an idiot. <coughs> Bear with me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Elderly woman in Dade City was escorted by police out of the local Winn-Dixie for shouting murderers at people shopping in the meat department. Oh, that's got to be a true story, too. It's got to be true. I was cracking myself up. No, I made that up completely. Wow. You yes. Know, what is that? I made that up completely. That's bullshit because that happened to me last Thursday at the Publix. <laughs> what does that say about us that we could just hear that and say, no, that absolutely happens? Because you have yeah. zero because, problem believing because that Because it true. happens all the time. Right. 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 Because yeah. I don't shit on your right to not eat meat, but you're going to shit on my right to eat meat. Right. And I'm because. throwing toilet paper at people. And let, I mean, let's not forget, that's a hilarious visual. That is, is a visual. Yeah. All right, headline number was, three. When she was escorted from the Winn-Dixie, was Jameis standing next to her with his crab legs? Ooh, <laughs> wrong department, but could have been very believable. <laughs> All right, let's get worse. Number three. <laughs> Buckle up, kids. Two Florida teens rescued in Everglades National Park by the Florida Wildlife Commission. The two boys were rushed to the hospital as it appeared that they were on a strong hallucinogenic, claiming they were, and I quote, trying to get to Mordor. The teens were treated and expected to make a full recovery. That sounds like a true story. I, I think you made that up. Correct, Richard. I fully made that up because I just saw Lord of the Rings last weekend. <laughs> again, great visual. Again, yeah, great visual. Again, bullshit. I met that guy. <laughs> two high teenagers in the Everglades <laughs> two, two, two trying months to get ago, to Mordor. Two months ago at, the, at a rave, I met that guy. Oh, Sam and Frodo back at it again. All right, number two. Florida man offers undercover police officer $3 and a full chicken dinner for sex. A chicken dinner, let's assume it's Chick-fil-A, because that would be worth it. That's true. And $3 for sex. That's true. I think you made that up. Greg is correct. That is true. I would love to take credit for that headline. I, I was that guy. <laughs> See, that's not Wait fair. Wait a minute, man. That's, in my, yeah, in my defense, he was wearing his dress uniform. That's not fair if he was that guy. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'm going to have to put an asterisk right, Greg next and I to are that. tied, so. Here we go. No, I think you're ahead. No, um, I got that one wrong. You got it right. Greg has two, and Richard has two. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Number one. I made this one number one for a reason. Mm. Again, the FWC arrests a man found near Anna Maria Island cooking sea turtle eggs for breakfast on an open campfire. <laughs> you know, I honestly think I remember reading about that. I uh, think that's true. I'm going to have to go with true on that. I made that up completely. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty proud of that one. So what I said was, what I said was, I'm pretty sure I don't remember reading about that one. I think you made that up. No, what it says is it's probably something similar did happen like that, and you read about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it was tied two to two. I got to tell you, if you made that up, man, that was pretty creative. Again, I is, crack myself up 100% regularly. Yeah, I right? Think, I think you need a fucking hobby or something. Because you can <laughs> picture this dope on a beach yep. just cracking sea turtle eggs <laughs> yep. like it's no big deal Yeah, on Anna Maria Island. I think what made it more believable is I used actual cities and locations. That does help uh, 
convince people. Yep, there you go. So you got two points this week, Greg. Oh, thanks, man. All right. You're, you're so far ahead because I gave you like eight points last week with the draft thing. Um, yeah. I'll, so, I'll, I'll write them down. But thinking of those, you can see how I, again, was cracking myself up oh, in the car ridiculously. Yeah. The problem is that because so many people down here are messed up, odd, yeah, right, yeah. that you could have done that and they could have all been true. No yeah. other state. I mean, let, let's face it. How many years ago, Richard? I mean, no, you remember the guy in Miami that was so high on bath salts, he was eating people's faces. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was, what, three, four, maybe even five years ago? That was not that long ago. Yeah. That yeah. happened in Florida. Yeah, I know. Eating people. And then when the the... The craziest part about that is when the police were, like, telling him to step away and they were going to shoot him, he growled and went back to dinner. Yeah. It's just insane. You know what else happened in Florida? The number one seed did not win a single game in the hockey playoffs oh, this year. too soon, sir. Too soon. <sighs> I'm sorry, see, Richard. Yeah. For those of you listening at home, that was Richard sighing, like, I don't like Greg anymore. <laughs> too I, soon, sir. I'm still posting stuff. I know. I'm still that pissed off about hockey it. Hockey does that to you. Only hockey fans understand it. So, the reason we all gathered here, aside from talking about Endgame, we have our top five list. Mm-hmm. Disclaimer. I did not approach this the way you two did. Uh, what a Because surprise. if I did, I was going to give myself an aneurysm trying to pick out five moments out of the entire MCU that I, were the best. Hey, fucker, I tried to get you guys to do two top fives this week, this list, list this week, and you guys were like, oh, it makes my head hurt. I refuse to do a top five worst moments of the MCU. Because no, no, no. I, I, suggested, I suggested the top five and then the real top five favorite moments. I, it's, I suggested that last night, and you both gave me the middle finger. So you, so wanted, well, the, I think, so you wanted the top ten. Basically, one of, but one of I, Greg's concern is well, we can't have all top fives from Infinity War Endgame. You know, which can't in, all be the no, same movie, and right. actually, what I did was right. I tried to separate that movie and think about the the rest of them. What's I literally took like twenty minutes and I just tried to think back what stood out the most as far as the Marvel movies moments, and I came up with some stuff that yeah, it, it like they stood out quick, so that means they made the biggest impact. Those were the five I went with. Okay, so I'm gonna drop real quick. I'm going to ask you guys a question that's going to be kind of top five, but not the top five. We did talk about in, uh, Endgame. Yep. And we did talk about how much we like it. We kind of brought up a couple things we weren't about. Sure. Give me your favorite moment from Endgame that is not in your top five list. Because there were some badass moments in Endgame. Richard? I, I think for me it has to be, and I talked to you about this, Mike, when we went to see it, is that the coordinated attack – on Thanos, right in the opening scene of the movie, it was fast, vicious. You know what? It was so. The, yes, they acted as a team, and they literally ended that in a matter of moments. And they Four, were they were angry. They were a team, they correct? Were angry. And they, they were, were angry. pissed. What more Look, specifically I'm, I'm shocked me? Just thinking about to go it. back to what you said at the very beginning of the podcast. The shocking moment is when Thor lopped Thanos's head off. That was a moment like, what the hell just happened? And he walked away, and he looked broken and just angry. There's a lot of pain in his face. Yeah, it oh, was. God, yes. That yeah, it has to be taking Thanos' head off. That was your. That was your. Aside from well, right the, after he took his arm off. What I don't have on my list that really stood out that I guess I, again emotionally hit me the hardest is when Cap heard Sam's voice and said, "On your left." On your left. I get all choked up thinking about it. That moment right that's there. That's not on. That's not on your top five list. No. Again, I, I tried to separate Endgame as much as I could, but that moment right there. That was awesome. I welled up like a little girl watching Lifetime. Uh, I, it, it's just, yeah, on your left. Uh, I'll never forget that scene, that was ever. Pretty, that was pretty cool. 
so that's if yeah. Okay. To me, it was that. That was gonna be mine. Was on your left. On just your left. Because of the way it happened, the way everybody showed up at once, and you were like, okay, shit's about to get real. And the fact that they called back to Winter Soldier, of the very f- what I think it was the first scene of the movie, the wasn't it? Scene. It was the yeah when he's scene. out jogging and he's, he's on jogging. your left. Yeah. On your left. Yep. Cap is lapping him. Yep. Yeah, on your left. And yep. he's like, you got to be kidding me. I was trying to remember if it was the opening scene. And if it wasn't, it was it was close. Very, yeah, it, it was it was in the very beginning. Yeah, it was um de- definitely that moment for me was I will well up like a girl every time I see that scene. Yeah. I, among others. That was that was pretty awesome. I, I, I like that moment very much. Look, wife calls me a bitch all the time. I'll own it. You're right. Do you, do <laughs> I you do. have do you have any other moments from in game on your top five? Um, yes. OK, yes. I have. One. Okay, I want to, so so we'll stop yes. that now, and we'll just talk about the top five. I have okay. One. Yes. Okay. All right. So I, Richard, I our esteemed guest, number five, go. Uh, number five for me, for me is going to be Thor, which is the first appearance of Mjolnir. Oh. When, because I, I said Kenneth Branagh, when I found out he was going to be the director, I went, what the fuck does Kenneth Branagh know about you know bringing the MCU or? Well, the, he knows how to talk like this. Yeah, <laughs> North, yeah, Norse myth, uh, mythology and Thor. I mean, what the hell does he know about it? Right. But Do you he, lousy Brits even have comic books? No. For but he gave us Mjolnir in all its glory. For everyone else that is, pro- let's face it, not as educated about this stuff as you are, what else is Kenneth Branagh known for? Well, that's that, that's my point. That's exactly there right. There you go. You know, and he's he's he. Branagh is a very Shakespearean based correct, actor. He's correct. a he's a theater th- the theater that type of guy. So to have him do a, a comic book movie was it was like yeah, it's way thinking Man, outside the box. Yes. When he gave us Mjolnir, when Thor and his buddies go to Jotunheim, yeah, to take on the Frost Giants, to take on that, and ass. then he whips out Mjolnir, and then we see it in all its glory and all, everything that it could do according to the comics, and then you see the the elf, the dwarf inscriptions on it when the right. hammer comes up to the close to the camera, it comes back to him. He channels lightning and. Oh my God, man! Yep. I went, I've never seen this ever. Yep. But yeah, that the was, first appearance of solid. Mjolnir. Yeah, that's a good one, Greg. Number five. My my number five was, and I it's hard for me to watch this movie, uh, even though it's incredible. My number five was the airport fight scene in Civil War. Good call. And 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 we we had had two Avengers at that point, but what we had was we had all the Avengers working in tandem against Loki. Or the the I don't even remember the race that inv- invaded in the Avengers. The Shatari. The Shatari. Or you had them working against um, Ultron's robots. Right. So this was the first time that you got to see superpower against superpower. And again, like I said, I watched it again this week, and you know, with Scott Lang showing up, and people are going, "What the? Who the? He's he's with Rhodey's in his in 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 um." In the suit, and he's like, he, he's big, everybody, he's big. Yeah. It yeah. was, and the way that you had friend fighting friend, that was just well, Spider Man. Spider Man first entrance when into this. Tony universe. calls him Underoos. Yep, yeah, so so many things. Yeah. Oh, that was one of my favorite moments in Endgames too. Was when he walked by Thor and said, "Calm down, Lebowski." Yeah, that oh. was hysterical. Yeah. But yep. but um, that that scene was pretty awesome, just because you had friends fighting each other and it wasn't just like we overpower you but there's so many of you it was i thought that was re- and it was really well done friends going against friends and yes it's yeah it's like you said that whole movie is just uncomfortable but it it's hurts, uncomfortably yeah. awesome it is it is fantastic it's really good i mean bucky learning about you know he didn't know that he killed tony's parents uh, tony finding that out for the first time just you could see the Again, for comic book movies, the level of acting that Robert Downey Jr. does not get credit for, when he found out that Cap knew, 
that's crushing. That's yeah. heart crushing. And actually, not to be a dick or correct you, but there's a point in that movie where Tony Stark says, do you remember killing them? And Bucky looked in Denda's eyes and says, I remember every one of them. Yep. Yeah. So he knew. But when what I mean is when Tony realizes that Cap, Cap knew and now didn't did tell he, him. How did Cap know? Did Bucky tell him? He's Cap. He just knows. <laughs> he knows everything. It was in the script, guys. Moving on. Moving on. It works. Works for me. I just because they never addressed that. Uh, no, is why and, I'm asking. Uh, and, and let's face it. At the point we had so much heartbreak going on, I didn't need to know. All right, number five for me. Ragnarok, the opening with Led Zeppelin, oh. and then the couple that with the scene on the bridge later in that movie. Yes. Something that you never ever thought you'd see. Thor fighting to Led Zeppelin, just raining hell down with the hammer. Just straight up because Led awesome. Zeppelin refuses to license their music out to anything. Well, that too. Yeah, to the fact that they did it for Thor, and it was the, uh, the immigrant song, which is perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. That scene, I remember watching that in the theater for the first time and thought my heart was going to jump out of my chest from just beating so hard, from being so well, excited. The first time, you're like, oh my God, this is awesome. And then, then, and then the second time, you're just like... Yeah. Kudos to you. You fucking did it you, again. Yeah, because when do you ever see that? Nobody ever duplicates something for two scenes in a movie. And now, granted, he had to do it without the hammer. But it was equally as awesome in the second time on the bridge because then you see him, like, roided out Hulk and lightning in or, yes. or Thor, Thor, excuse me. Yes. Angry and pissed in everything. And it's just, you know, Richard says it all the time. That's to me, is the closest we've seen to super strong Thor prior to Endgame and Infinity War. Right. That, that scene I, is, is amazing to me. I agree. I agree. Uh, so, Richard, that takes you to number four. Uh, number four for me is going to be, it's a, it's a very subtle scene, but I, when, when Greg first came up with the idea, I wanted to look at scenes that were either iconic in and of themselves or they were so insanely true to the character that it meant something. So to me, it has to be in Civil War when Peter and Tony are having a talk in Peter's room. So awesome. Yep. It was so fantastic. And it's a, it's a moment where they nailed Peter Parker when, he, when Peter says, I didn't play football before, so I shouldn't now. I went, oh, my God. In that scene, Tony says, why do you do it? That's, why, why do you do it? That's Peter. And Peter just kind of looked at his lap and he said, about the little guys. Yeah. I went, oh my God, they nailed him. That yes. and uh, the other line that you always bring up too is when he says, You ever been to Germany? He's like, I can't. I've got tests. I've got, yeah. I, I've got schoolwork yeah. to do. Like, it's. He th- says, I can't go to Germany. I've got homework. Yeah. And <laughs> it, <laughs> Tony goes, Did. I'm not. I'm not even going to acknowledge it. You just said that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that scene that takes place that in Peter's great. bedroom yes. between yep. him and Tony, I went, They freaking nailed Tony Peter says Parker. something to him, and Peter goes, you know, I was having a really good day until now. <laughs> yeah. I'm coming home. There's a DVD player just sitting there. <laughs> or when he referred to Aunt Mayus as unusually, attra- un- unusually attractive aunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good, yeah. too. And she says, well, yeah, we do come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah, it was a, it was a great scene. Yeah, it's hard to argue that, too. Yeah. All right, my number four is a very, very subtle, like yours, but it's a very subtle, very fleeting scene, and it's from Endgame, and... I don't know why it touched me the way it did, but it did. Can it was, you show us on this doll? I, I'll show you on my body. <laughs> 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 hold on. Hold on. What was it? In the beginning, when they were still formulating their plan and trying to figure out what they were doing, there was a scene where they were all sitting in a room and they were talking, and Rocket was sitting next to Nebula. 
And Nebula said something, and Rocket just kind of looked up at her and just reached over and grabbed her hand. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know why that was so touching, but... Because he's Rock, such an asshole, Rocket's usually. Right. Yeah, yeah that, that's and, exactly and right. And the fact that he acknowledged that the shit just went down and that everybody, whether you are a good guy or a bad guy or what, you're feeling some pain, that was really kind of... It was very poignant, and I, I thought it was kind of awesome that the Russos took the time to give... Uh, some human characteristics to Rocket because even though Rocket is human, air quotes there, guys, human, right. he's not. He's he's a he's a sarcastic trash panda, trash panda, <laughs> right. dump, dumpster yeah. dumpster puppy or whatever she calls right. it. I just it was just it was just and and I'm not gonna lie to you, I, I cry at movies. Uh, I'll 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 slap you around in the face if I have to, but <laughs> I I cry at movies and and I I cried at that spot. See, I did. I'm not the only one. Oh no. Good. Real men cry. Yeah, there you go. Well, there's a whole lot of real men in me because I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mike? My, my my number four, again, a scene that made me do the same exact thing in the ri- first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. When Peter grabs the power stone and everybody else grabs hands and they fucking light it up. He says, you said it yourself, bitch. We're the <laughs> yep. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yep. I lost scene. my shit. I no. thought that was awesome. No, that's, um, that's that movie, that scene alone will always stand out for me as, a, as in all these movies, ones that just will get me every time I see it. Yep. I, I, and it was yeah. such a big part of that movie. You know, five people and things that just have nothing to do with each other want to do anything. With, they're just thrown together, and not, now all of a sudden they're working like that together. It's just it's awesome. Great scene. I agree. I agree. And and uh, for those of you that have listened to our past episodes, Guardians was my f- number right. one movie. Yeah. And and there's four reasons like that. There was just yep, huge. Um, Richard, number three again. Uh, I'm just looking at scenes or moments that just absolutely again maybe they were iconic or they just absolutely 100 percent perfectly captured the character. And it has to be first Avenger. In which Steve Rogers throws himself on the grenade and had no idea if it Badass. was fake or live and it didn't matter to him. For that the record, t- I went. That was on the TV when I came over here to record our NFL yep. episode. That scene was on the TV when I walked in. I, I saw that and I went, oh my God, that's Steve Rogers. Yep. He's still skinny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's. Right. But, but again, what a perfect way of showing what they wanted out of the Captain America test subject. Absolutely. You know, they could have just said, oh, Absolutely. look, he's, he uses his brain with the flagpole scene. You know, the first person that gets the flag gets to ride back. They could have done any number of things. They showed his absolute, absolute selfless nature and, and to their credit, carried that through with his character in all of his movies right to the end, except at the very end where he decided to do something for himself. And you know what? I'm okay with that. that to so me, because she was hot. To me, that's what made the whole ending <laughs> yeah, of that, that. It was to me. There could not have been a more satisfying end for for him. Uh, for him, I agree. Correct. That he gave up. He gave up everything for everybody else. And, and again, to, to yeah. credit Richard, because he says this all the time, is he's a man out of time. Like he's not in his element. And Never was to to go back to that. I thought it was a great he ending. He carries he carries himself like a man from the forties. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah. Absolutely. He's part of the greatest generation. Absolutely. Correct? Yep. Yes. It was great. Totally agree. My number three, uh, we're going to go back to Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Okay. and Very underrated movie. There, it, it is. And it's Susan's favorite. It's Agreed. Susan's favorite um, because of all the family tones that yeah. they have. 
Sometimes you have movies that you watch, and I can have a couple of examples where when you watch the movie, it doesn't matter how many times you've watched the movie, after that scene, you press rewind and you watch it again. Yep. The rant in Christmas Vacation is one of oh, them. Right. There's a scene in Money Pit where the tub falls through the floor <laughs> yeah. and Tom Hanks is laughing. You have to watch it six or seven times. This is that scene for me. It's the scene where they are going to take back Yondu and Rocket and Groot. Baby Groot are going to take back after they break out, and his arrow is just whizzing all through the ship. Oh, yeah. And he's just dropping people and right. rockets shooting people. To and, that song. Yeah. I can't and remember the name of the song, but I can hear it in my head. Yeah, and, and, and little Baby Groot's got his little tendrils. And um, it, that scene, when I saw that in the theater, I was just like, that is badass. That was just incredible. <sighs> Yeah, well, those are awesome visuals. Yeah, with the music, yeah, the, yeah, and that's what scene. those movies are known for is all the music in it. Which I love how they incorporated into Endgame as well. Which was was that so funny as hell when smart. he was just standing there singing it when they couldn't hear his headphones and yes. Peter was just <laughs> so he's an idiot. He's an idiot. All right, so we get to number three, and I can't believe nobody's said this one yet because this one is huge. Well, for maybe me too. it's my number one. Well, it's it, it could true. be. Um, going back to Winter Soldier. When Cap fights Bucky, the the Winter Soldier, that and I I kind of stole this from Richard because he's talked about this numerous times. The tenacity in that fight is so far and unmatched in any movie I've ever seen. And if you have a chance, go YouTube the behind the scenes of that fight, and it's just like that, move for move. It there's no CGI. No CGI. The, the, it's it's two guys that have. W- I, I'm just going to say it's the best orchestrated fight in any movie I've ever seen because it's real. Like, these stuntmen are going at it, and it's flawless the way they do it. And it was incredible. And that, that fight I could watch over and over and over. It was solid. It's really let's, good. Don't, don't make me do this. And, and let's, When he says that, don't make me do this. Yeah, it, it, he just does not want to do it. But at the same time, it's like we finally get to see a full scene with the Winter Soldier in that movie, and that's an awesome character. And they're and both in their prime. Just, yeah, absolutely. And that fight is just amazing. So that's my the, number three. Yeah, the, and you know what? It's almost as good. It is better than, but this this scene is almost as good as that, is in Civil War when Cap goes to warn Bucky that they're coming from him and they fight their way out of the building and the two of them are fighting together. Yep. The two, that, that Winter Soldier's pretty pretty freaking cool. Yeah, and then when the, the Winter Soldier's mask falls off, he turns around and he sees it's Bucky and then Steve's confused. And Bucky. It's, just that whole scene to me is just I could rewatch that scene that whole movie really, but that scene is incredible. Are you talking the scene in the street? Yes. Or are you talking at the in the where in he's the got the knife the and he sticks no. it in the van and it goes all the way yeah. down the side and that's badass. They are yes. just heads up in in, in broad daylight on a highway. Oh. See, I thought you were talking about the hovercraft. That's why I said don't make me do this because when no, they no, made no. it, the, yeah, that was just that, as good. But that fight in the street. Is incredible. Well, I don't think I don't think it's just as good as the one in the. Uh, I don't think the hovercraft is as good because when they're on the street, Cap is like, "I got to beat this guy's ass. I, I, I got to take him down." In the hovercraft, he's like, "I don't want to fight you," but on the street, he's like, "I mean, like balls to the wall, knock his head off." I just know mean who the he is f- yet. yes. Yeah. What I mean, the reason I picked that is because of the physicality of that fight. Yeah, yeah. Was you know, there's CG falling from the 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 windows and the helicarrier and all and the, that fight in the street is a real stunt fight that is just amazing to watch and it was incredible i choreographed that for him well done sir good job so richard you're up i got paid i got paid three dollars in a chicken dinner are we at at number two (laughs) we're at number two we're at number two okay number two is now the last my number two and number one are scenes that happen in the movie where i literally shouted out loud in the theater oh and mike you were with me for both i was there for both you were there for both of them but this one this one is 
When number two happened, I literally yelled out in the theater, and that was Thor's entrance in Infinity War. When you see the Bifrost, and you don't know what's going on yet until Stormbreaker comes out of it, I lost my little mind. Yeah, that was... The he, correct he, phrase is, I lost my shit. He, I was, I, you just cut oh. me off, you bastard. Richard, <laughs> legitimately, grown man, successful lawyer, lost his shit. Yep. Uh, it was rightfully so because that was amazing. It was insane, man. It was absolutely insane. Then you realize, oh my God, Thor can go anywhere he wants, anytime he wants with Stormbreaker. And again, no, another one of those rare scenes where Thor is unstoppable. The unstoppable, right? The lightning. The whole sky went dark, and then he just slams that axe down on the ground and wiped out half of the fight right off the bat. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, and does it continue on where he's now a battering ram and he just literally goes through all the, the awesome. ships that are delivering the outliers? Yeah, it's just. Yeah, yep. that, was, that, that was a great scene. <laughs> that was insane. a great scene. It really was. Good pull. I'm going to quote a line from my number two, and I'm going to see if you guys get it. Okay. Because you will. You both will. Sure. Before we get started, does anyone want to get off? Oh, yeah, the elevator absolutely. Scene. Elevator scene. Winter Soldier <laughs> elevator scene. That was awesome, man. Susan, I, I was I was refing uh, when that came out on, DV, on video, and she went over to some friends one Friday night, and they watched it. She came home, and she said, you're going to be mad at me. And I said, I don't think so, but what's up? She goes, we watched Winter Soldier. And I was like, God, no. I was <laughs> like, oh, well. And she goes, there's a scene that you have to see. And that was the one she said. And when I watched it, I'm like, can we rewind that? Because that was just, just the look on his face. He was like, all right. I mean, this is what I got to do. Yep. It was so cool. And it was so quick. And it was so fast. But does anybody else want to get off before we get started? It was so badass. The fact that he was strong enough to pull his arm out of that magnet that was yep. stuck on the wall and then just like he whipped everyone's ass. I just, you're right. The scene where he scene. took his, he took the shield and he jammed it through the elevator and cut the cables. Remember yeah. that? That was yep. like yeah. what? Yep. That was like a nanosecond. I, yeah. Yes. I'm telling you, Winter Soldier is about as flawless of a movie as you can get when it comes to comic book movies. It is. It Brilliant. is on the same page as uh, Garbage Pail Kids. It is it's, right it's, there, it's, neck and neck. Almost as that good. That is a, a cinema classic, sir. You watch your mouth. <laughs> it's a cinema garbage classic. <laughs> you watch your mouth. Dude, you know you can find that on YouTube, by the I way. I know. I know. Um, quick, since you brought that <laughs> horse shit up. Here we go. <laughs> if you go back and listen to How Did This Get Made, and oh. they do the Garbage Pail movie. Hell yeah. It is... <laughs> Hysterical. That is entertainment at its finest, just under us. That movie's that it movie's is, so bad they can't even say anything bad about it. It's yeah, that movie. How did that happen? Although I'm not gonna lie, I had the garbage pail kid cards. We, when we I was all a kid, did, and they were freaking hilarious. They were. They were great. Disgusting. And the movie was equally as bad. Oh, the movie was gross. So that takes me to my number two, and again, one of those movies that every time I see it, uh, it looks like I've got. Some sunscreen in my eye or something, as my father-in-law always puts it, because he'll never admit when he's crying. Um, sort of. When the Avengers team up in the circle scene in the very first Avengers, when you see them all lined up, not lined up, but in a circle, and, and you the see cameras the just camera, rotating around. all of the heroes we've ever wanted to see on, t on screen are there together, fighting together, finally, and that camera circles around, and everyone's just loading up, ready to kick ass. That was epic. That scene, and that was, our fir that was the first time we see the Avengers ready to go at it together yep. it was just was huge at, at that point because that's something i mean let's I'll be honest none of us ever thought we'd see that when agreed, we were younger agreed ever 100 percent, ever um so they, yeah. did, they did a very good job of recreating that in ultron too when they were in that one area where they were all fighting and scarlet witch was with them at the time and they were 
Remember, they were trying to guard Thor and Cap fighting oh, together. In Sokovia. Yes, in Sokovia. When yes. they, towards the end, they and they were they, the camera did the same thing. Yep. Yes. But it it didn't have the effect because we had seen it before. Right. right. Yeah. But when you saw that for the first time, oh man, it, again, it was one of those heart jump out of your chest moments. No, it, it was, was like yeah. no, that was perfection. That really it was just perfection. Hairs, yeah. So that's uh, my number two, and it was not a deuce. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, number one, I, I I'd be shocked to see if it's not both of you, uh, both of your number ones. I but, got a feeling um, it's gonna be. This is also canon, right out of the comics. Yep, I know what he's gonna say. And and Age of Ultron set us up for it. Yep. But when Mjolnir comes to Cap... Do we all have the same number one? I lost it, right? Okay. Mike, you were sitting next I'm just to me, gonna, man. I, sh- I shouted. It's, you did, too, and I felt it, and I wanted to punch somebody. I wanted to join the fight and hit somebody because that was... Yeah. I, I wanted to go through the screen, man. You I just, almost did. I, Ron, honestly, because, again, it's canon, and we'd already been set up for it in Age of Ultron when Cap budges it, and Thor's like, what the... What did I just see? Richard legitimately left his seat. It was legitimately. Did you see it coming? No. I did. Absolutely as, not. As he was laying there like that, I'm like, here it comes. It just it just hit me. Just like two seconds before because everything was all bleak and he had Thor pinned down and Thor couldn't get to his stuff and he caught Stormbreaker. And then I'm like, here here it comes. The next thing he sees Cap. See, I mean, we probably should have seen it coming, there but I'm with so you, Richard. I thought yeah. Thor was just calling it with his hand because it doesn't matter if he's pinned down. He can right. call it no matter what. I did not see that coming. And when that hammer flew by Thor, uh, I'm with you, man. I, it's That was a legitimate holy shit moment in a movie. Is that your number one? Oh, that's my number one, too. Okay. Uh, and it, it wasn't even a thought. That's not my right. number one Me too. because I thought. knew that it would be one of yeah. your number ones. I knew it would be. But that's... It's it's. Badass. I'll tell you what. It's tough to argue that it's one of the best moments in Marvel. Oh, no doubt. Without a doubt. No, no doubt. So, so would you go with? So my shit? number one. <laughs> my number one. I'm not a chicken shit. I just did something that was different. It's pretty bold of you, sir. Go it ahead. It is. The first Avengers, when they're laying out the plan, and Tony says, "Cap, tell us what to do," and he says, uh, "Keep them north of Fifth and blah blah blah." You get up here, and then he goes, and Hulk. <laughs> Smash. Uh, that grin. Every time I see it, I tear up. And I should not be tearing up because he's about to just fucking go ballistic on somebody's ass. It's just something. It's like when Cap said, Avengers assemble in Endgame. You see, it's, it's, it's I, something that when it happens, it's it's got to mean something. For the record, I wanted to make that my number one because when he said that, same thing. Welled up like a bitch. Yes. Because... We te- he teased it at the end of Civil War. Correct. They cut away before he could say assemble. Assemble or a Ultron? He said of, it wasn't yeah, Civil yeah, War. No, it was Ultron. At the end of Ultron, yes. when when he says Avengers, yes, and then and it then goes to cut. credits. Yep. I'm like you son of a yeah. bitch. But they but knew what they were doing. That was that was in the comic books. Hulk smash. It was it was in every issue because that's right. what they wanted to see. They only did it once. They only did it once. And when I saw it for that time, I was just like, oh. And even when I go back and watch Avengers, I still, every time it's just, my, I, I tear up. Yep. For the record, Cap catching Mjolnir was, it would have made my list, but I knew you guys were going to have it's, it. it. It's too much of a given. I mean, that it's yeah. because for one, like Richard said, it, it, it's canon. It happened in the comics. It was teased. It was epic. And it was done at the right time, the right way, and it 
Mm. It like like it brought Richard out of his seat, and it made me lose it too. It was awesome. You can legitimately say damn near everything that happened in that final battle was top moment. Yeah. I mean, from from Captain Marvel flying through the ship to Pepper being in her own Iron Man suit to which we didn't even address, which is canon. Yeah, right, it is. Richard. Uh, actually, Tony made a suit for her. There was a name for uh, it, wasn't there? Rescue. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But yes. it wasn't. She didn't have offensive weapons in the comics. I think. I think that it was mostly a, a search a and rescue. It was a, well, they called a rescue because it was a search and rescue okay. suit. Right. Right. So they didn't have offensive. She didn't have offensive weapons. There right. was there was so many things happening in that last battle between Drax. That one scene where he's behind that thing, going, just ah, stabbing just away. Stab. You're, you're laughing. You're crying. You're like, yeah. You're cheering. You could literally make that your number one Marvel movie moment. Um, have now that that's done, let's talk for just a couple minutes about what's going to happen moving forward now. And I, I have a couple of theories. What I'd like to see. Maybe theories, not theories, but things that I'd like to see that I think maybe they've set up. Do you guys well, got anything? There's one, Rich, I'm going to have to let Richard speak on this because I don't know it. It's already official. It's already been announced that they're going to introduce the Eternals. I know nothing about the internal, Eternals, Richard. And well, Lightness. Ego was an Eternal, if I remember correctly. No, Ego's a Celestial. A Celestial, okay. Yeah, that's different. Yes, it is. Um, the Celestials Because actually, they begin with different letters. The, the Celestials actually made Smart the ass. Eternals. They actually constructed right. the Eternals. right. Uh, as a way to combat what they were called at the time, the deviants that were in a battle for Earth. Well, the Celestials made a small appearance in Ragnarok, didn't they? At least the suits in the fight in the Grandmaster's penthouse, whatever like that. Well, they made an appearance when the Collector was talking about the birth of the Infinity Stones. Okay. And, well, um, Ego's a Celestial. Okay. And where the Collector lives is Celestial's head. Okay. Okay, nowhere. Right. So they've been they've been introduced. Which, I think Captain Marvel going forward is is a huge part of Phase Four. That we're going. She's a being of of cosmic. You know that's how she was born. Basically, I mean she is a, the, the time stone. It pretty much has to go into space from here, doesn't it? Has it has to go into space because everything on Earth has been done. I think that might be a lot of it, but I don't think it has. However, I will say my hope in pray. I've told this to Richard before. I pray that they find a way to bring in the Secret Wars. With the scrolls, yeah. Because uh, one of and I'll you even can say always it. Do prequels. One of the my disappointments in Captain Marvel, and I know Richard didn't like it as much as I did, was I've been reading Deadpool comics for a long time now, and the scrolls are have a lot of cool storylines with him, and they're always villains, and they're great villains. They were victims in the Captain Marvel movie, mm-hmm. which I didn't like, but it was nice to see the scrolls on screen. But the Secret Wars or Secret Invasion, I want to see. That would be cool. I don't think they have to go completely cosmic. And I know that I, I can't begin to compete with you on the level, your level of knowledge. I'm pretty decent with the core. But I know that there's a storyline somewhere that there is another person that wears the Iron Man suit after Tony, Stewart, Tony Stark. And I want to say the name was Rory. It was a girl. Well, actually, Rory Williams. Okay, Rory Williams. I think that something's going to happen. We can't get we can't get rid of uh, it might not be Tony Stark but you're not going to get rid of Iron Man in my opinion I, I think that because the, they could do that because let's let's get right down to it Pepper could do it Morgan could do it Did you notice the kid standing That's the kid from Iron the Man kid 3. from Iron Man Har- Three Harley Harley at Harley. the funeral Yes he was by funeral. himself yeah. It could be it could be him I think that with that technology because of the people that they have working there obviously they can't you know they're gonna have to do something where somebody d- it creates it I think they're gonna do some 
I did, we didn't bring this up. How do you feel about what they did with Hulk in Endgame? Um, it, it was different. My, I, I, canon. I hate to say disappointment, but I really, really wanted Hulk and Thanos Part Two, and I we all did. I, yeah, it we all ba- did. I have zero problem with the way that it it went down and why it didn't happen, but I wanted that so bad. I I don't I didn't know how I felt about it. I wasn't quite sure. It was odd looking at. Um, Oh Christ! What's the guy's name that plays the that plays Hulk? Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo. It was hard. It was hard looking at Mark Ruffalo, like like he was retaining water and he you know had gas. But right, I think that that allows them to write Hulk movies now. It's all rights at this point. Well, they don't own the rights to a that's standalone a, Hulk. That's movie. why he's in with the team, and Universal we haven't does. had a separate. They'll 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 get it from Universal. But they did the first standalone Hulk movie with Ed Norton. But it was still a universal. Yeah, but here's the thing: Do you want to see a Hulk standalone? No, I, I, r- I really don't. I don't. Because I do if it's compelling. It's the same reason that if you have good. a problem with the Superman movies because who are you going to write him against? The Red Hulk. Yeah. Well, I, you, but you're doing it with Thor. You've got three movies with Thor, and now he's going to be in the Ar- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, m- maybe not. Maybe maybe it doesn't make it easier. I'm just saying that they went from Bruce can't turn into Hulk to. We're symbiotic all of a sudden. But I don't. Think, I don't think they just did that just because they wanted to have him available for this movie. No, I, but I think they've got bigger plans. That's canon, though, right? It is canon. It is Professor, canon. Professor Hulk. Yes, right. But, Professor Hulk is canon. Yeah. But I do miss Hulk Smash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> we're going to have more Black Panthers. We're going to have more Captain Marvels. Um, I th- you're going to have more Guardians of the Galaxy. You're going to have the Black Widow prequel. Hey, and for the record, Listen, I love the Black Panther character. He's it, awesome. T'Challa is amazing. The movie, the movie just, I mean, it was big, but it just it didn't do it for me. It had great, I'll tell you what, that gr- movie had sky-high potential. I thought the story was very contrived. Amazing. Look, if they're going to introduce a standalone Hulk, then I want to see World War Hulk. Because I have no other interests. <laughs> other than that, I, don't, I, don't, I really don't care. I, I don't want to see a standalone that. Hulk. Can we take a World War Hulk movie? You made me read that comic. I specifically... I think it's the the best thing Marvel's ever done. I specifically ordered and bought that and read it based on your recommendation for like four years, and when I read it, I could not stop reading it. I I thought the Civil War comics were phenomenal. He has never, ever been that nasty and vicious, ever. He's a villain. He's a villain. And and he is beyond... But he but didn't. That's, but that's because that, if I remember correctly, the storyline there is that Tony didn't think that Earth could handle having a Hulk, and he basically shot him into space. Well, right? Him and it, all no, the other it wasn't ones. Tony, it was the Illuminati who Tony is a part of. The Illuminati. Do we have their number? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. No, the the Illuminati is made up of Reed Richards, Doctor Strange, Tony, Namor, Black Bolt. So it's made up of iconic characters, and they made a decision. Right. Hulk has to go. Okay. So again, what Marvel does better than anybody, you have Hulk as a villain, and completely understand why he's a villain, and you un- and you sympathize with him. I'd be pissed too. Correct. Yeah, I would absolutely no. And, and the and the Planet Hulk comics were uh, crazy, awesome and he crazy brutal. Like you wrecks, said, brutal. He wrecks house everywhere, everything. He 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 takes out the Avengers. Tells everyone, he hey. Takes- if you're not on board, you need to get out of town because I'm bringing this shit down in That's like right. two That's days. That's exactly what he does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just no, get agree. out of town because it's going to go bad, and it's, I'm not going to be held responsible for he it. He takes that place down like Pac-Man Jones at a strip club. <laughs> it's Scrip Club. Scrip Club. Um, he actually blames. He tells the citizens, "It's hey, don't be mad at me. Be mad at Tony Correct. and these guys. Correct. They're the ones that shot me into space, and they're the reason I'm here pissed. So if you're pissed at anybody, be pissed at them because come Correct. tomorrow, I'm going to ruin this whole city. That's right. That's and exactly he what does. he does. And he does. 
See, I read, Richard. Yeah. No, I, I <laughs> see what I did there. Read, read Richard. Richards. I like that. Read Richard. You're funny. <laughs> kind of clever. All right. So I think that we kind of uh, ran the gamut here. Uh, anything else that you'd like to talk about? Anything you want to say? We good? We got all we got all out in the open. You're not mad at me anymore? Don't say that because I'll talk till midnight about okay. this movie. All right. I'm good. I got I hockey to, to say, watch. I got to get home. I wanted to say one more thing. And when I was putting my top five moments together, there was a top five moment that nobody brought up. But I thought that we should because we owe this man a lot. The beginning of Captain Marvel when the Marvel logo was nothing but a Stan Lee tribute. Yeah. I don't know where you are, Stan, but I hope you're happy because you have made so many little boys so happy to think that all of this, all of this came from that man's mind. And it's just, it blows my mind. And my favorite quote that I think I've ever heard him say was he was asked one time, how come all of your characters have this, they have the same letter for the first and last name, like Pepper Potts and Peter Parker. And he said, that's the only way I could remember them. That's awesome. And I, I, I wanted to put that in my top five, but I, f- I felt like that it would be a fitting tribute to the man that brought us all this happiness and joy. And you know what? I hope it keeps coming. I hope, I hope, I hope they don't you know, need Charmin to, 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 for, for what's going on because— I won't need any. No. I, you know, hopefully, hopefully none of us do, but Mr. Lee, thank you so much. Let's not forget, when he brought Spider-Man to his editor the first time, they laughed at him. Yeah. said, I can't put this out there. Nobody's going to read this. Yeah. Yeah, well— if it, just been, it, it, if it just been two Jewish guys bringing a, 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 a an eternal guy Watch to him, it. it'd have been all right. Watch it. <laughs> What's true? The creators our... of Superman were Jewish. Yeah, you're right. All right then. It's, all it's, I do, it's, it's, all I do is spew facts. It's, it's true. Facts. It's it true. It it's true. All right. So, Richard, would you like to promote yourself at all? Uh, Richard Alexander, I appreciate that. Thank you, Greg. Uh, I'm an attorney, local attorney. We do personal injury, criminal defense. Um, I'm pretty much. Uh, if there's social media out there, I'm pretty much on it. I'm real easy to find. But uh, thank you, Greg. Fun to follow. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. Your legal stories are yep, top you're great, notch, sir. And I would just like to say that um, Richard is like no lawyer that I've ever met because he's a nice guy and he's honest and he's genuine. And if you were a garbage man, I would still want to hang out with you because you're just a good dude. Oh, so I just you. wanted to say that. Man, that's Mike, I can, I'll talk about you later. Yeah, I know <laughs> you will. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Thanks, man. That, listen, I, uh, I love to see good things happen to good people. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. True story. Thanks True for coming story. in, Richard. Um, yeah, it's fun. I think I think that might be it. Um, we got a couple of uh, special shows that are coming. We're gonna do us. We're gonna do a summer preview where we talk about all the different movies that we might like to see. We're definitely gonna be talking about uh, hockey playoffs. We didn't talk about those today. We're definitely <clears throat> a couple weeks. We're gonna have us a, a, a dedicated Game of Thrones episode where we're just gonna do top five list after top five list and just go to town on it. When the season's over. When the se- absolutely it'll be yeah. after the last season or after the last episode, which unfortunately we only have three more to go. And if you're not watching, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, I watched, I watched seven seasons of Game of Thrones in less than two and a half weeks, so I know you can do it because I'm a grown-ass man with nothing else to do. That's also That's very true. Fact. All right. Um, you guys be safe. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the flip side. I'll be the same, baby. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. Run! Oh, get to the chopper!